The thing from another world. Here's the game plan. Come one, come all, do a beautiful show. It's gonna be awesome and dumb and This should be played at high volume. This is the Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. Time for good news. And it's good news. Positive news stories from around the world. If you want positive news stories from your own backyard, you can find those at Mm rockrivercurrent.com. In the meantime, let's talk about this. 23-year-old named Chris Nikich just became the first person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman race. Oh, cool. Do you know what the Ironman race consists of? It's uh, swimming, running, and uh, biking. And then, listen, a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike ride, followed by a 26.2-mile marathon. A 112-mile bike ride? That seems pretty far. That's what this says. And then you got to run a marathon? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I got winded coming up my basement stairs yesterday. Yeah. I don't think I can... No. He finished in 16 hours and 31 minutes, which was under the 17-hour cutoff, with a full half hour to spare. I if if I had to do, I, I could I couldn't physically do it. There's no. no there's no way on earth I could. Oh, big ups to this guy. Well done. I know I pulled my I sneezed yesterday and I pulled something in my back. Right. Speaking of being out of shape but doing athletic things, uh, North Dakota State College of Science uh, they have a football team. <laughs> College of Science? Not that all scientists are out of shape, but uh, they have a football team, and they're in the news because they got a player this year who's 49 years old. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Okay, so I'm doing some, some, you know, junior college classes at night right now, and they have a baseball team, and I wondered, are you allowed to try out for the baseball team no matter what age you are? I mean, as long as you have have eligibility, yeah. Did they have to consider you? Yeah. I mean, I haven't played baseball since I was 15, but, uh, you know... I was wondering if, like, if they were like, if they had tryouts, if I showed up, would they just laugh and make me leave? Like, you should try. What's your position? Uh, I like playing left field, and uh, I was a catcher for a while too. But I don't, I don't want to play catcher ever again. No, catcher's hard. You got to squat the whole time. You got to wear all that stuff. Wear all the stuff. And then you got to like throw down to second base. I threw, I, I ruined my shoulder by practicing throwing down to second base. Yeah, people throwing balls at you all day. Oh, by the way, ruined my shoulder, so probably not going to make the baseball team. Oh, that's right. You can't throw to second anymore. That's, that's probably a thing you're supposed to do. Right. I can play first base. You don't have to do a whole lot of throwing on first base. You know, that's always been my dream, too. Like, I would love to go back to college and, and try to try out for the team and be an old 40-year-old man playing yeah. out there. It would make ESPN if you did something fun. Right. Especially, yeah, if, if this dude, if this dude like, got 40 sacks in a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he would, he would be a legend. He'd be like the water boy. Uh, he's a defensive lineman. He played almost two decades in the Army National Guard. Uh, Good for him. Before going back to school to study business management. Last time he played football was his senior year of high school more than 30 years ago. I think they should just get rid of all age restrictions in college and sports, and you can have anybody <laughs> just out there playing. I would now, love, that's something fun. I would love to see an 80-year-old man returning punts in the NFL. <laughs> he could play for the Bears, as long as he can catch them. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's, Hold on to the yeah. ball. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> A woman of, this is positive news stories, Matt. Good oh, news stories. Yeah. A woman in Fort Myers lost her engagement ring outside her house and spent two days looking for it. Then Hurricane Ian hit, so she gave up hope. Well, yeah. Uh, but her husband was cleaning up after the storm last week and found the ring in a pile of sticks. Oh, look well, at that. Nice. If it wasn't for the hurricane, they never would have found the ring. Here's my question. If she already has a husband, why does she have an engagement ring? <laughs> I see what you did there. No, being serious. But I guess my wife still wears hers. With her wedding ring, you know, like 
Well, how does it work? First, you give them the engagement ring, and then you give them the, the wedding ring, right? Right. But they put them both together as like the whole package. So I guess, never mind. <laughs> and finally, I think more stores need to get <laughs> okay. down with this. The outdoor clothing brand REI announced that they're never doing Black Friday again. Instead, they're giving all 16,000 of their employees a paid day off to enjoy some time outdoors. That's nice. I always thought that whole idea of it was dumb anyway. Waking up at four in the morning, going up, standing in line. Right, it got out of hand. Out of, are people going crazy? It's cool to get sales, but like it got out of hand. They're like, we're opening at four o'clock on Wednesday now. Yeah. You know? Like, it's it's ridiculous. Hey, would you like to spend Thanksgiving with your family? Too bad. We're open. It, like, everyone started doing Black Friday like two weeks before Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, doing it for a whole month, which completely ruined the specialness of Black Friday. Yep. Let's just all take it off. And then you can find better deals online anyway. I say four-day weekend for everybody. That's what I say. Yeah. You know, I say why work at all? If I were president, four-day weekend every year for Thanksgiving. That's it. You should run. No stores allowed to be open. I don't even care if you sell medicine. Closed! (laughs) Everything's closed. Sorry. For one day. Hospitals, forget about it! See, this is why this show is the worst radio show in Rockford. (laughs) The worst radio show in Rockford. The, the worst morning radio. They're very specific. Oh. The worst morning radio in Rockford. <laughs> Proud to wear that badge, biatch. Yo, that's Chisel. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. Chicago Bears lose 29-22 to the Minnesota Vikings division play. Bears fall to 2-3 and three on the season thus far. And here to talk about it, the only man on earth whose phone number I have memorized. It's Wally Ismail, footballabsurdity.com. What's up, man? Welcome back. Wow, you have my number memorized. That's I guess that makes sense. You call it enough times. Well, yeah. See, on on the uh, studio phone here, we don't have like a like a speed dial. We don't have a, a memory bank of numbers, so I literally have to physically dial your number every time we talk to you. So your number is the only person besides my wife whose number I have memorized. I feel like that means sometimes you're going to get in an emergency, not be able to reach your wife and be like, I guess I'll just call Waleed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, or I'll start using your number for an extra rewards accounts at different gas stations. Oh, that's that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> oh. But anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, anything to avoid talking about yesterday's Bears game. Uh, I don't know you if know what okay. I'm going to say it right now. I'm kind of I was I'm okay with how that Bears game went. This season's a lost season. We're not. This is a rebuild. I mean, they tore things down, but it studs. All I want to see is improvement. I want to see, like, signs of growth, especially on offense. And I saw that yesterday. I'm just I'm just having a little bit of shell shock because I'm not used to offenses bowling over our defense the way they have been. Yeah, well, oh man, we got rookies, and we, we, we are lacking in talent on both sides of the ball. So. Yeah, I was going to say that every, I mean, every phase. That's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I knew that was coming. We got... Look, we got the worst run defense in football. Uh, I don't know if it's the worst or it's the second worst, but it's not good. It looked pretty clownish. I knew Delvin Cook was going to tear us apart. Yeah, and I mean, like, and the other guy, what was his name, Uh, Phillips? Justin Justin Jefferson, yeah. Uh, Without... Why why, why would I say Phillips? What was I thinking? Who was I thinking of? I don't know, yeah. Was there Phillips on the field yesterday? Because... (laughs) I mean, there... The only Phillips I can think of is Kyle Phillips in Tennessee, but I'm guessing you didn't know that. No, I no, I definitely did not. So yes, Jefferson was the guy yeah. I was thinking of. Uh, it was like let's leave him open, or or you know let Dalvin Cook just pass us by. Go right ahead. We yeah. don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's the same. It's the same thing we've really seen all season. Whereas, uh, yeah, he had 150 yards like in the first half, 
but he finished with 163. Like, they, they shut him down in the second half, and the defense does seem to figure things out at halftime, which is still not soon enough. But also, you were missing your best quarterback in Jalen Johnson, right. which like which does have an impact on things like that. And in the second half, you saw the Bears come back and do things. Like, yeah, that's what that, we want to see. Right, but that, that, and, that, and that's good. I noticed that. They, are, they have been a very good second-half team, but we're going to need some of that in the first half now. I, I agree. I, I hear what you're saying, but they're young and they're learning. My big thing is uh, the offense for the first time, for the first time this season looked like an NFL offense, and that's what I want to see. Justin Fields looks good. Oh, I, I mean, I think if that I can't even Westbrook abide whatever the hell hell his name is, if he isn't a complete idiot, the Bears probably win that game. Yeah, is that right? Like, I felt like they were coming back to drive. All you had to do was get out of bounds. Like I don't even understand how you can lack the, that situational awareness. And that and that is and that is a rookie, correct? Uh, yeah. And I don't know if he's a rookie, but he was someone we grabbed off of the Vikings practice squad. So I'm guessing <laughs> they feel like they were right to waive him. He was a guy that was, people were surprised was waived. Yeah, it was it was really gut wrenching because I mean we were we were yeah. on, we were on a game winning drive. It you know it was it was it was about to happen. It's it's, it's kind of funny too because. Uh, I was listening to, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to after the game. They're, uh, they're basically saying, it's kind of funny how the Bears, even though I was kind of good with them not winning that game near the end, I was like, you know what, no matter what happens, I like how the Bears have played this game. They still find a way to kind of piss me off right at the very end. That's right. <laughs> like, that, that, that did piss me off. Yeah, for sure. All right, so what do the Bears have to do uh, to win Thursday night against the, the Commanders at Soldier Field? Uh, Thursday night game, so short, short practice week. What do we got? It's very easy. If the defensive line can pressure Carson Wentz, he will give you the football. That is just what he's always done. He's not a good quarterback. Uh, it's a Thursday night game, though. It's going to be weird and ugly, and I'm not going to put too much stock in this because teams that are on a short week, it's hard. Like, football is a brutal game. So yeah. I have no idea what to expect, but we will be doing our sidecast on Twitch for it. So it'll be, uh, that'll be especially embarrassing and depressing for all of us involved. Awesome. So how do we, how do we tune into that uh, Switchcast? Twitchcast. Oh. Oh, Twitch, just Football Absurdity. Twitch On Twitch TV, just go to Twitch and look for Football Absurdity. And if you don't want to listen to the regular announcers, which I never do because football announcers on TV are just kind of boring. They just have the same <laughs> old man talking point. And all we're going to do is make fun of everything we see on the field. See, that sounds like more fun to me. Yeah, that's exactly how I, I think it's the best way to watch football games. Oh, and look at that, Wally. We were going to talk about the Packers, but oh, unfortunately, we ran out of time. But let's just say they oh, lost in like London. You would want to talk about the Packers they losing were... to the Giants in London. <laughs> they lost in London. I love that, uh, but we are out of time. I'd love to go further into that, but we don't have any time to do that. Uh, but yeah, let, yeah, we can talk about them losing real quick. Sure, uh, they couldn't pull it off against the Giants. Neither could the Bears. So, uh, I mean, I feel okay about no. that. Yeah, they're basically the same team. That's yeah. what I think. <laughs> the Bears and the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Uh, yeah, I don't actually want to talk about the Packers. I uh, just wanted to. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Be, I, yeah. Smart ass. I'm on board. Good. Thank you. Uh, Wally Ismail, footballabsurdity.com. You can find him on Twitter at I am the Wally. Thanks, man. Okay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bye bye. It went downhill from there. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here, and he has just joined the loneliest celebration in the history of radio. Uh, Celebrating today, Matt, five years of The Morning X. Five years since I started day one 
on this show, October 11th, 2017. How about it, huh? Hey, congratulations. The loneliest celebration. How many people are in here right now? Me. That's it. You joined. Now there's two. I bet you no one says anything to you here today at all. Oh, yeah. No, nobody's going to know. Zero things. Unless somebody heard this and they're going to come in and later and be like, hey. That's the only way they know. Well, sometimes I celebrate people's anniversaries here. Oh, no. I've seen it happen. They give them like fancy watches. and uh... <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, mine came and went without anyone saying anything. And I'm sure this one will, too. You have not been here five years. No, I have not. I don't know how long I've been here for. Uh, all right, good. Okay. I, I lost track. <laughs> so you didn't show up until after a couple years after me being here. Yeah, yeah. So, wow, five years of the worst radio show in Rockford. That's Congratulations. Right. Five years. And for five years, I took abuse. I survived. I survived an onslaught from uh, Rockford radio listeners who were pissed <laughs> off that the old morning show wasn't on anymore. For some reason, that all felt to me as if I came in here and got those two a-holes fired. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault. I came in nine months after. All I did was accept the job, but for some reason, I was the new yuppie <laughs> asshole on the X. Can you say that on the air? Yes, you can. All right. You can say it here. <laughs> Great. I always wonder what I can say and not yeah. say uh, I survived uh, verbal abuse from listeners for two years, and just uh, just when my old co-host and I really started getting our legs, she was gone, my old boss was gone, I've been here by myself now for longer than I was with her. Well, you know, at least you don't sound bitter. You know? I survived a <laughs> pandemic, uh, I survived a round of pandemic layoffs, uh, I'm still here! Here we are, five years. How about it? They can't. They they can't get rid of you. They can't keep a good man down. You can't you just keep knocking you down. You keep getting back up. That's right. You're like Lil Mac and Punch Out. You know, A B A B. Get up. That's right. You think anybody gets that reference? Mario's there counting down. And, <laughs> That's and, a, that was a good game. Yeah, well, it sure was. It sure was. Well, congratulations. Five years. If I would have known, I would have got you something. You know, I want to pull out, I wish I could dig back and find like the first hate mail I ever got. Because, I mean, it was brutal. I probably spent a week contemplating quitting after my first week here. Oh, really? Oh, that's how bad it was. I mean, it was bad. Oh, you got to let that stuff roll off your back, man. Well, I mean, I learned. I, <laughs> I learned that it doesn't matter. But, I mean, I, I had never had a full-time on-air radio job before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know what was coming. I got here. I was like, this is going to be great. First full-time morning show. I'm excited. I get here, and after a week, after a week, I'm in this motel that they're putting me up in. Oh, I'll yeah. say which one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know which one. I hear people being abused in the next room uh-huh. over. Yeah. I, I am, I'm on the phone with my wife, just um, a wreck. So I made a mistake. I, I should come home. I should just ask for my old job back. They haven't hired anybody yet. I should just quit. They hate me here. And you know what? Five years later, still sitting in this chair. Ha ha, mother effers. Ha ha. But I thought I'd celebrate today uh, real quick uh, before we before we get on to fast facts. Well, would it be funny, though, if the boss was like, listen, when did you come to my office today? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right on the anniversary. That day. would be funny. Uh, but I thought I'd celebrate real quick before we get to fast facts with a, a, a compilation of my fifth year, my finest moments from my fifth year on the air here. And now, a moment of genius on The Morning X. Rams winning the Super Bowl 23-20 over the Cincinnati Bagel Bagels. <laughs> the team is not called the Bagels. Michael Palmadary joining us a moment a moment in. Foo Fighters uh, were up for best rock performance. ACDC, their song "Shot in the Dark" was uh, not in the dark. Shot in the dark. 
<laughs> shot in the dark, not shot in the dork, which would be very, very painful. Porn just announced this morning. Uh, they're going to be playing at the uh, 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 <laughs> Lion Energy Center. <laughs> a lot of wind today. We are under a wind advisory from uh, for Winnebago Counter. Counter. Someone do that right now. Ooh. If you want to go see the WWE uh, throwback... Th- <laughs> Super Show Holiday Tour. Can we rewind a second? That was a moment of genius on the Morning X. Hall of Fame! Hall of Fame! (laughs) Hall of Fame! How'd you make it this far? Five years, bitches. Fast Facts coming up on the Morning X. It's 104.9 the Morning X. Kev, Matt's here for Fast Facts. Fast! (laughs) You know, iPop, uh, iHop, not iPop, um, iHop adds a small amount of pancake batter to their eggs when making an omelet. Sounds pretty good. So when you're eating an omelet at IHOP, you're eating pancakes too. You just can't not eat pancakes when you're there. Oh yeah, I'm sure they do it to their steak and their uh, Chef Boyardee spaghetti. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, you know what's not made of pancakes there though? The walls. If it's called the International House of Pancakes, then how come you can't eat the walls? It should be made. It should be made of pancakes. Get out. <laughs> well, they're saying that the House of Pancakes. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I'm just saying. No, I feel you. The Waffle House is also not made of waffles. Yes, I I do understand. Fast facts. Number two, Jimmy Carter has lived longer after leaving office than any other president. It has been 15,239 days and counting since his presidency ended. Herbert Hoover had the second longest retirement, 11,553 days. Well, good for him. The smallest number that can be divided by every number, one through ten, without leaving a remainder is... I, I Come feel on, Rain Man! Zero. I don't know. <laughs> 2,520. I would never have known that. I, I'm not a good... Uh, yeah. I, I suck at math. You remember the Power Rangers, Matt? Uh, I like the green one. The dude, who's the dude with the long hair? Tommy. The, yeah, Tommy, yeah, the cool one. Green Ranger, yeah. Yeah. Fast fact number four, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TV show was banned by the Malaysian government in 1995 because they were afraid Morphin was too close to morphine and that kids would think drugs were the key to becoming a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) I like their reasoning. Sound logic. Yeah. Were you a fan of that show? Um, I think I was was just past a little bit too old for it. It was a little weird for me. I was like, yeah, this is stupid. It seemed like it was for kids, but I was in fifth grade, so I was a kid. Didn't they make like an adult movie of it, though? Like Like a porn? Yeah, they did. Probably did. Probably a porn, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like a Mighty Morphin power pounding. There we go. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. You don't? No. Come on, why not? <laughs> I miss. You know what I miss? Cinemax porn, where they don't really show anything, but they do. You like the softcore yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. That's that's more up my alley. Come on, it's man. Too offensive. Everything's too offensive now. Can't watch. <laughs> I'm all porned out. Never thought. How about I'd say the that. Mighty Morphin side boob show? There we go. We'll make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, fast fact number five. Lemurs have the largest blank of any other primate. I know what you want me to say here, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going with tails. Tails? Yeah. Matt, no. Just because I'm on the X doesn't mean I have to be dirty. Well, I didn't ask you to say the dirty term for it. Well, I know. That's what you're getting what at. What you're thinking is the correct answer, though. I got it right? You did. Tails? It is testicles. Nice job. Oh. Lemurs have the largest balls of any primate in the world. If humans had gonads that big compared to their bodies, uh, they'd be the size of grapefruits. And then you have to go see your doctor. (laughs) Yes, you do. And this has been a medical advice PSA from the Morning X. Happy five years. Five years, bitches. Hall of Fame. This is 104.9 The Morning X.
The Real Rock Report on the morning X. It's powered by Oscars Pub and Grill and Jack's Pub. Lou's got it. Blink-182, they've reunited with Tom DeLonge and announced a reunion with a uh, funny yet pretty dirty video that features a snippet of their new single, Edging. That's coming out on Friday. Full album on the way, and they also announced a world tour. That's going to kick off in March of next year. Tickets for that trek going on sale Monday. Turnstile opening the entire North American leg, and they're going to hit the United Center in Chicago. That happens on May 9th. The announced video I talked about, it's up on the X's Facebook page right now, but I, I wouldn't watch it at work. Or with your kids. Yeah, probably not. I mean, the song's called Edging. If you know, you know. Right. Google it if you want to. But uh, it, if you're into Blink, you got to check this one out. It's great to see them back together. Nita sure. Strauss says that her upcoming solo album will be half instrumentals and half songs with guest vocalists like Dead Inside was with David Draymond of Disturbed. It's going to be out early next year. She adds that another single and video with a guest vocalist will be out very soon. What's this one called? Blue Balls? <laughs> Black Veil Brides. They announced their new EP, The Morning, which contains Savior 2. That's coming on October 21st. And that's your Real Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville. They're both open at 11 a.m. Today, get their $6 walleye sandwich. Check out their specialty taco menu and grab 450 Corona, Corona Light, Modelo, and Dos Equis. Thanks, Lou. You got it. Today's my five-year anniversary of doing my first show on The Morning X. Hey! Five whole years. Congratulations. Half a decade. Look at you. Yeah, I know, right? Looks like it aged you about 15 years, but you look it good. Did, it did. Yeah. No, it, it did, and intact <laughs> on about 40 pounds since I got here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're a little bit older and wiser. Well, older. You've learned. Definitely older. For oh, me, sure. anyway. Older, yes. Well, we can, we can discuss wiser after mm. we get off the air, but... <laughs> Five years of uh, nonsense. Congrats, man. That's a that's a good run right there. Five years of what Mark on Facebook called a childish symphony of nonsense. Five years of what Austin on Facebook called the worst morning radio in Rockford. If anyone knows, Austin does. I know. Just saying. I know. I'd be I'd be pissed at the world if somebody gave me a race car driver name too. I would. I would be. I would. Be I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I know you're in it. I, I got NASCAR. more of a Formula One name as it is, Lou Lombardo. Like I feel like I should be on that circuit as opposed to right. You know, running the uh, <laughs> running the mile and a half. Right. You should be doing the uh, the Grand Prix over there. Yeah. Right. The Grand Prix over there across the seas. More money in it, I think. Probably. Actually, don't know. I don't know for sure. There's a ton. There's a ton of money in NASCAR. I know there is. Yeah. Yeah. But Formula One. That's just you're now you're on a different level of money. That's just. There's a lot of money thrown around. These guys got advertisements on the bottom of their shoes. Yeah, it's crazy, man. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Hey, that's the world we live in, right? It's all business. The whole world's a business, baby. Yeah, it is. Anyway, five years. Here's to me. Clink. Matt Hall and I are going to be part of a comedy show called Brew Ha Ha Ha. Well, this is the first I'm hearing of it. Are we married to this name (laughs) of the show, Brew Ha Ha Ha? What's wrong with it? The the three (laughs) ha's. What about uh, Alcoholics Anonymous? Like, ha. No. Probably not good when you're performing at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. So yeah, we'll go with brew ha ha ha. That's fine. I got, it's just the three ha's that throws me. I off. think it's fine. Yeah, well, that's because there's a series of three. But what? Are, so now we can't add more because we only put three ha's in the name. Well, let's add more then. What if, what if we want to do one in January? Do we have to call it brew ha 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 ha? Ha. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, all I know is that it's going to be a great time. <laughs> there's just there's just too many ha's. It's hard to say. I like it. And the comedians uh, lined up are awesome. Rocky Laporte mm-hmm. headlining on October 27th. That's a Thursday night. All these shows are Thursday night shows, so you can uh, get your, your weekend started early with us. Matt Hall will be on that show. I'll be on that show. And uh, Rocky Laporte uh, from Rask, Rask Comic Standing. 
No, it's called Last, Last Comic, Comic Standing. Standing. Yeah. Well, he's been on. He's been around for a long time. He has. Yeah, he's been uh, doing a lot of stuff. Apparently, he was on Cheers. I don't know if he was just like a background extra, but I don't know. That's that's what the that's what our advertisements say. So. Oh well, he's still writing that Cheers. Uh, yeah, credit. I, I I never heard of him until Last Comic Standing, but he's uh, he's very funny. So. I've seen him. I've worked with him. He's great. I highly recommend uh, you coming out to these shows. Michael Palisak, November 17th. Fantastic. And Tom Takar on December 1st. Also good. Get tickets at thexrockford.com and come and see these two bozos, plus a good comedian. <laughs> All, right. All right. And uh, coming up, we got Nerd News on the Morning X. Nerd News. Pop culture news without the Kardashians. Thank God. Uh, the release dates of several Marvel movies have been pushed back. Main, okay. Mainly because their upcoming Blade movie with Mahershala Ali lost its director. Oh. I don't know what happened. I don't know why the director bailed or if they got fired. Is it uh, still Wesley Snipes as Blade? No, it's Mahershala Ali. Oh, like you just said a yeah. minute ago. As, yeah, you don't pay, pay attention. Do you think Wesley Snipes will make a cameo? I, I don't know. That's a very good question. I don't think he will. You haven't heard from him. There's a name you haven't heard since... Probably the last Blade movie. I, yeah, I, I don't know what unless happened. You're, unless you're talking about his tax invasion, uh, ta- our tax evasion. That's what arrest. he's. Known, isn't that funny? That's what he's known <laughs> most for is his tax evasion. Right. Not white men can't jump, which was a great movie. Not Major League. What's that one where he's on the plane? There's like a movie where he's on Passenger 57 or four uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. Now Wesley Snipes was badass. Major League. He was Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. He runs like Hayes, but you hit. Oh, I never. Oh, nope. Can't say that. Nope. Uh, don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Dynamite dropping. Problem is that's going to push Deadpool 3 from September of 2024 to November of 2024, and that's going to push the Fantastic Four from uh, November of 24 to February of 25. Hmm. Okay. And a- Avengers Secret Wars. There's more Avengers movies? Is coming out at a later date, but I can't tell you because it's secret. But they wrapped it up. Thanos came. They defeated him. Whoops. Yeah, spoiler alert. There's more. But, uh, I mean, it's not like they stopped making Avengers comics after that. So they didn't? See, I don't there's know. There's got to be more to do, right? I can't keep going with Mike. <laughs> there's a lot of movies in a row. I got invested in the characters. It all wrapped up nicely. I can't start over again with these new characters. It's just too long and too much. Yeah. That's what she said, but for real. Survey asked people what celebrities they would vote for if they ran for president. Who do you think the top three are? Uh, well, The Rock said no, but I, I still think The Rock is the, probably... The Rock is number one on the list, sure. What about, who they'd vote for? What about, yeah, what about two and three? Two and three? For for celebrities? Yeah, yeah. Um, how about, um, who's like really popular? One of the one of those uh, boy band people. Uh, Harry Styles. No, not Harry Styles. <laughs> you gotta think older. Older and wiser. <laughs> Old? A guy or a woman? Oh, there's a man and a woman, two and three. But not in that order. I don't know. Who is it? Come on. No guesses? Uh, think of the one guy who you can't think of anything bad to say about him. Keanu Reeves. Uh, besides that he eats babies. He, he does not eat babies. Oh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, there you go. You, you <laughs> seem to think Tom Hanks eats babies for some reason. No. <laughs> You've said it before several times out loud. Off the air. And how dare you? <laughs> And how dare you? Tom Hanks does not eat babies. Uh, number two, Dolly Parton. Yeah. 70, I love Dolly Parton. 73% said they would vote for Dolly Parton for president. I think I would too. She's great. And uh, the results are in for world's hottest bald man. And no, it's not me. Oh, were you uh, on the list at least? Top three. What do you think they are? Um. Okay, who's bald in Hollywood? 
Again, The Rock because uh, number, The Rock is number nine. What? I would have I would have assumed women immediately would vote for The right? Rock. Right? Immediately. Who's that guy? Uh, he's Australian, kind of. Uh, Jason Statham. What? Or is he English? No, you're you're right. He's in here, number six. Is he English or Australian? He's some kind of European. Some kind of sexy bald man. Yeah, right. Um, the top three: Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is a pant load now. Stanley Tucci. Who's that? Look him up. You know who he is. Uh, Shamar Moore. And who is that? Again, don't know. We have to look these people up. And Diesel. Boo for that. Pitbull's on the list. There Prince, we go. Prince William. <laughs> well, that's because he's the prince. He's he looks got like money. Napoleon Dynamite. Prince William does? Yes. Kind of. No, he looks like bald Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> uh, Bruce Willis is on here. Okay. Joe Rogan. For some Joe reason. Rogan. Dwayne The Rock Johnson at number 10. Mike Tyson, hottest bald man. That's a terrible list. There's probably plenty of more attractive bald men yeah. out there than that. Sure, sure, but it's all a matter of opinion, and this was a survey, so survey says, Matt. All right. Survey well. says I'm out again. Just I was at number 11. I, I was at number 11, missed the top 10 Kevin again Wood, morning for the, X. for the 50th Post. year in a row. <laughs> People will be like, who the hell is that? Well, like, I'm telling you, you can pull it off, though. Like, when my hair finally goes, it's not going to be a good look for me. Hats all the time. Bald is beautiful. It is. Bald is beautiful, It's uh, and it's very convenient. And it's tough, too. I don't think people realize how tough it is to lose your hair. That's traumatizing. Not really. It's, would, not, it's not traumatizing. When it starts falling out, not, yes, it is. It's not traumatizing. You see that hair in the sink? You're just like, oh, God. A, a, it's not that drastic. It doesn't happen that fast. It's a slow we're, process. We're, no, it's not like, oh, my God, there's a clump of hair in the sink. Sometimes it, it is. It doesn't happen that way. I started losing my hair... Midway through high school. Oh, that's tough. Uh, but no, it's not. It doesn't matter because you start to realize I can shave it, and then guess what I have to do in the morning for my hair? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Guess how much money I spend on shampoo? None. <laughs> well, you saved all the money you saved. Right. I mean, it's 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 easier, and ladies like it. They do. They don't like the balding look where you look like a high school principal, but they they <laughs> so, like they like the shave head. They do. So the comb over is out, kind of. It is for now. It is for now. I mean, the mullet's coming back, so the comb over is right behind it. Guaranteed. And that, my nerds, is your news. Rockford's own rock morning show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. It's 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. The new Alter Bridge album, Pawns and Kings, comes out tomorrow. Anywhere you get your music on the phone now. Guitarist and lead vocalist of Alter Bridge. It's Miles Kennedy. Miles, great to have you back. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I, I know you have a home in Washington, but the Alter Bridge HQ is down in Florida, isn't it? Like, everything okay with the hurricanes down there? Yeah. Yeah, we were just there um, last week for the album release, or not release, but the album preview to sure. some of the diehard fans. And uh, yeah, it, it's good. I mean, they're definitely, um, you know, there's a lot of standing water and a lot of downed trees and whatnot, but they seem to be picking things up, uh, I think, a little quicker than in other parts of, of Florida where they got where they got hit brutally. Yeah, but, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, Orlando's all right. Well, yeah, Orlando's a little more inland. I mean, as inland as you could be yeah. in Florida then. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, last time we talked to you, you were about to drop your last solo album, The Ides of March. It's actually been that long. Uh, there was a slash album that came out earlier this year. Now there's an Alter Bridge album. Uh, when do you get to sleep? Uh, I don't. There, there, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not an option. No, I, you know, it's I'm figuring it out. You know, it's, it's, I think after doing this for years and years and years, um, I've managed to kind of get a good balance and uh, I, make, I make it work somehow. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no complaints. I mean, that's that's the life you chose, right? I mean, you, you know what you got into. Well, be, you know, as they say, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so Pawns and Kings is the first studio album for you guys since uh, Walk the Sky in 2019. Uh, what's different on this one? I 
interesting just assessing people's uh, view. You know, when you do different interviews and people say, oh, when I hear this record, I hear it, it sounds like this or it sounds like this. But the general consensus seems to be that it's a, a little more aggressive, a little, I guess, heavier. Sure. And I think that I don't know if that was intentional on our on our end. I think it, we were forced into that to some degree by how we wanted to approach the production and we wanted to pull the reins in a bit and not have as many, um, as much you know, sonic fairy dust sprinkled about. <laughs> sure. And when you do that, when you, yeah, when you pull that, when you pull that element out, it tends to make, you got to make sure that the riffs and the melodies and the chord progressions are strong enough to stand on their own without being, you know, held up by these, uh, these other elements. So yeah, I think it turned it. It made the record more of a riff-based record, and, and maybe a little more aggressive. Back to basics. I like it. Yeah, very good. Um, so last album, uh, Tremonti had uh, lead vocals on a couple tracks. Can we expect any more of that on this one? Yep. There's a song where Mark is singing lead vocals. It's uh, for for me personally. That's a something I love um, just because a, it gives me a break sure. and, and B it just, it's, it, I think it mixes it up. You know, a lot of my favorite bands have multiple singers, um, everything, you know, everyone from the Beatles to all the way up to Mastodon, you right. know, and I, I like, I like that idea. I think that makes it more interesting to the listener. Well, I wasn't sure if Mark blew out his voice singing all those Sinatra songs. No, I think it's, I think it's, strengthened his sure. his voice i think he's you know i think the crooning has done his rocking uh, a lot of good yeah you can't fake that right exactly um you uh, so tremani <laughs> recorded that album of sinatra songs and if you haven't heard it you should definitely look it up but he did that for his his charity uh, his foundation so is there a chance uh, we'll hear something like that from you maybe a miles kennedy comedy album or uh, snoop dogg covers something like that <laughs> Snoop Dogg, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my tribute to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. <laughs> Could Snoop Dogg hit a high C? That's what we want to know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, what would you do? Um, you know, I, that's a that's a good question. I, we, so my wife and I were part of a. We started a foundation about about seven years now called the Future Song Foundation. So we raise money for. It's basically music based. So because they pulled money from schools over the years, and and uh, it's it, it's getting harder and harder. The arts are getting, you know, hit hard with with the with the state of things. So right. we kind of try to pick up the slack, and and so yeah, we do various things here in our community, and and that's been really fun to see. Um, you know, I, I there's even a song I wrote for it years ago. So I'll probably probably get that in the in the uh, in the hopper, record that, and. I don't know if I don't know if it would be a record of covers. It would probably be more stuff that I've actually written. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's good to have um, it's good to have foundations or charities or whatever. Or, you know, give back to your community. It just it ends up being so rewarding. You know? Right. And um, it's something that we've really enjoyed over the last you know seven years. Yes. Yeah. Like you need more to do. I think I think you need yeah. more. I think you need more obligations. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, the album's out tomorrow. Then you guys head out overseas in November. You got some dates in Europe. Then you come back in January to tour the U.S. We're looking forward to seeing you uh, in Chicago on the 18th of February with Mammoth WVH. You know, you guys could come to Illinois during the summertime. You know that, right? It's much nicer here uh, in like June and July. 
Yeah, but we. I, I, I love the cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it's miserable. I in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably cold there all the time, right? I mean, I don't know if it gets into the below, uh, you know, 40 below up there, does it? No, it doesn't get 40 below. It gets below zero, but not 40 below. Sure. But it's weird now. The weather's changed up here a lot since I was a kid. So, uh-huh. I mean, it's. 70 degrees right now and it's early you know it's mid-october so we, this is all new it's going to be like california up here before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the way things are going probably right um right. we're on with miles kennedy of alter bridge we're really looking forward to seeing you on tour again uh, so what is the one song from the new album pawns and kings that you can't wait to do live for everybody um Today I'm going to go with Fable. There's a song called Fable with Silent Sun, and uh-huh. we'll, we'll, that's that's going to be a challenge. I think just because it's a eight minute epic, sure. um, that that's going to be a lot of fun to, to yeah. try and tackle and, and tame. So are we looking at another another Blackbird in in that sense? Then yeah, it's got uh, it's got that epic quality. So we're really super lucky because our our fans seem to enjoy the epic side of the band. You know, when we put Blackbird out. Years ago, we weren't sure if, if people were going to, you know, everybody's attention spans are so short nowadays <laughs> if, if a song that's, you know, seven minutes long is going to work. So we thought, well, on this record, you know, we've got a few that are over six minutes, and then we have Fable of the Side of the Sun, which is, you know, eight some eight minutes and some odd seconds. So keyword, we can continue to push the element there. Who knows, maybe the next record we'll put out a 10-minute song. Hey, you can go 15. Tool does it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, Miles Kennedy, uh, you know, if, if it's any indication of what we've already heard, Alter Bridge fans, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna love the new album. I'm sure it'll be a challenge to to play some of the stuff live. Do you? So, do you know how a song is gonna be played live before you record it, generally, or is that something you work out after? Because I mean, I imagine you layer a few guitars, you 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 know, lay down some separate guitar parts. So, how do you how do you work that out live for two guitars? Yeah, it's you know, I I think that's one of the things we learned from doing this for so many years is that you can get a little um, ahead of your skis when you're in the studio tracking, especially guitar parts. Uh-huh. You hear all these different melodies and, and chord, chords you can throw over the top and, and textures. And then when it comes time to actually perform it live, you're like, oh, geez, there are <laughs> you know 15 guitar parts here. How are we going to, how are we going to do this live? Yeah, right. So with this record, it's, because we've learned our lesson in the past, this record should be easier in that sense because it, it is more refined. There aren't as many of those layers. With that said, there are moments like on Fable of Style the Sun, like the first, uh, I don't know, it's about two minutes into it, there's quite a bit going on, and then we then we pull it back again, right. you know, about three minutes in. But yeah, it's you know, it's something you learn with time is that um, you got to be cognizant of whether you can pull it off live without taking, you know, hiring five other players to help you do it. Yeah, right. You don't, you don't want to have to do that, but uh, you know, you guys are pros and uh, you always sound good to me and uh, we really look forward to having you back out here in the in the uh, northern Illinois, Chicago slash Rockford area. Album comes out tomorrow. Alter Bridge, Pawns and Kings. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Miles. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. It's been a pleasure. Yo, that's Shizzle. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. Hey, good morning. Hi. I'm pretty sure yesterday at the Phillips Station, not the one on Alpine and Sandy Hollow where you pull right up there, but like when you go over the bridge, you go to the other Phillips over there. Pretty sure yesterday I saw Vladimir Putin there. Mm, I don't think so. He was there. He was he was wearing a New York Yankees hat and buying a hot dog, which I'm pretty sure if you're trying to look American... <laughs> He was. He had the costume on. Go, man. go baseball, he says. They buy hot dog and wear Yankees hat. They never tell. <laughs> no one knows. He was there. I'm, I'm positive he was there. Do you have a big like fur coat on or anything? 
No, he was trying to look American. Okay. See, he was he was disguising himself. I think he just wanted to see what his war has done to our gas prices. That's what I think. Yeah, it's 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 really raised them a lot. I think I think it's that, and then a hurricane, and uh, you know, thanks a lot, Putin. But, yeah. But but welcome to Rockford. I hope you enjoy all the amenities. We do have many more than Russia, probably. <laughs> At least right now. At least right now, yes. Yeah. Well, um, pretty sure he was there. Yes. Man. You dove right in on that dead air. You dove right in on that. I didn't know if you were going to say anything or <laughs> if I was supposed to say something or what's going on. We have each other's backs this, on this show. This is the greatest morning radio show at Rockford. That's that's what I've heard. This thing right here. Uh, well, the KGB will be knocking on our door any second. KGB. Okay. <laughs> they wait for no one, by the way. They, they wait for no one. That's correct. Uh, we got uh, something we haven't done in a while. Rock for Misconnections coming up here. Oh, all right. On the Morning X. Time to dig into the weirdo pool once again with Rockford Misconnections. done this for a while. It's been, it's been quite a while since we've opened up the Rockford Craigslist and looked at the misconnections section to find out who in our area is looking for love. Now, our circle, you know, like that circle on the map on Craigslist, mm-hmm. uh, it covers Janesville. It, it goes pretty far west, pretty far east. It's a big circle of weirdos. It, it is a big circle of weirdness. And uh, we'll, we're going to start with uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Sunday, Janesville. All right. That's a reasonable place to go on a Sunday. Football's going on. Yeah, yeah. You know? Wings, beer, weirdos. <laughs> I don't think that's the tagline. I think that's what it is. But this says, you stopped at my table and showed me a trench coat you thought would look good on me. Oh, God. I never got a chance to get your number. <laughs> what? I'm very confused. I mean, that's a weird way to try to pick somebody up. Hey, you, you see this trench coat? You'd look good on it with nothing else underneath. Come on, check out my trunk. I've got trench coats. Was he talking about the waitress or the waiter? Or was he talking about just a random person who... That's a good question. Who came to his table. It's a good question. Doesn't really say. I don't know if the waiters and waitresses at Buffalo Wild Wings are being asked to upsell the trench coats they're selling. But I don't think they sell those. I like to think it was some weirdo guy who was like, "Hey, what do you think of this trench coat?" And trench coats. Those went out. Yeah. They like the I don't know the day after Columbine. Yeah, you can't wear a trench coat without bringing up those kind of thoughts. Right, the trench coat or, the trench coat mafia right after Columbine that started being a thing so people stopped wearing them. Or like uh you're like a de- detective, you know, solving a case, you wear even, a tre- wear a trench coat. Even then, what are you wearing a trench coat for? You're a reporter in 1940, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> or a detective. <laughs> That's what I think when I, you know, President Roosevelt, will you join the wall? Yeah, and he got the hat that goes with it. Yeah. With the press logo on it. Press. Oh, see, I want that. I've always wanted that. Yeah. I want the press tag. I could wear one now. It just makes you look weird. Yeah. Um, here's another one. This one it says, we'll play Dirty or Not. Oh, great. <laughs> this one says, Farmers, Tractor, Combines. This is from Harvard, Illinois. That's your headline. Oh. Uh, looking for the farmer who let me ride with him in his combine and drink some beers with. Horrible English. Uh, you let me try driving the combine a few times. Road with you, spelled R-O-A-D, by the way. Uh, road with you in your Peterbilt to bring the grain to the elevator, too. That was really fun. What do you think? You know, I think they're just being sincere. Like, hey. But why are they on Craigslist? Because how many combine drivers could there be in that area? There's probably some this time of year. But you can narrow it down. <laughs> See, but this doesn't sound like I was looking for a worker to have come operate my combine. 
No. This says you let me ride in your combine and drink beers. And this guy's drinking and driving with comp like a combine down the road, drinking a beer. Is that what they do? Yeah. This this sounds like one of the modern country songs, isn't it? Drinking a beer, driving a my beer combine. Gun. We got a beer in our trucker and we're bringing the grain to the elevator. <laughs> to the elevator. Actually, bringing that grain to the elevator, baby. I want to fill your elevator with my grain. <laughs> hey, little girl with your bare feet on your blue jeans. Why with the little girl? I don't know. Th- that's in every country song. I don't know. Yeah, you're right about that. Do they not understand the optics of saying little girl? That's gross. Yeah, now that you say it out loud, it does sound yeah. terrible. Hey, little girl. Well, again, if, if this person really wants to find this combine driver... Just look for the combine. It's not hard to miss. Easy to spot those things. Right. They're pretty big. And finally, (laughs) dirty or not, in Janesville, this one says baseball games. All right. Been thinking about playing at the fields on Wuthering Hills, but it's tough by yourself. Anyone want to trade off? Could compare bats, too. No. Maybe enough to make a team? Well, this 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 person's all all over it. Now there are nine people on a baseball team. This guy's looking for eight other people to join his fun. To compare bats with. To compare bats with. This one is made of solid ash oak. Yeah. Is that a thing? Who wants to be my DH, the designated hitter? Is that an effect? Who wants to see my big hairy bat? <laughs> Who wants to round third base with me? Right. I mean, all the all the baseball terminology. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, he's looking for uh, some people to play with. All right. He needs eight other people to play some ball with. <laughs> if you build it, all of us will come. And now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a tattlehead poking a. More on the Morning X. After this, Kev here with Mary from Rock River Current. Mary's here. Hey, Mary. Hi. Uh, it was, that was a really fresh song, wasn't it? That was crazy. That was straight up dope. Yep. Was it whack? Fire. Was it on fleek? Pretty litty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get this text thread yesterday because, uh, you know, Kevin Haas comes in to do a segment on Thursdays with me. And uh, so we get a text thread yesterday saying that you'll be doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I got a bunch of numbers that I don't recognize <laughs> because I, I forget to say people's numbers. But like they're going back and forth with all these like all these like, uh, dare I say, Gen Z slash millennial. Like, like so yes, you, someone says this is going to be a fire broadcast. That was me. <laughs> and, and right. Was that being sarcastic? Uh, half, half, I'd yeah. say. So you, you were saying off the air that people try to use. Young people lingo I around think, you. Yeah, I think I'm the source for lingo in the office. Yeah, the, the older people. Um, definitely. Yeah. Kevin fails horribly trying to use slang, but but do, do you, uh, knowing Kevin, is he doing it ironically though? Hmm, you like can never we were, tell. Like we were just doing it, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like it's like, <laughs> there's a fine line between like somebody who gets it and right. uses it ironically, and somebody who really thinks they're gonna connect. I'm a bad with you. source. I don't <laughs> even know what's going on. It's like the dad who, when the kids get together for like a sleepover, oh yeah, he, tries he, to fit in. He's like, "Are you guys listening to your favorite jam?" <laughs> you know, like, definitely. That's that's the dad that doesn't get it. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't know if anybody around here is like that. Maybe maybe there's some of the people down the hall. Maybe some. It of them, depends. But, it yeah. depends. Yes. <laughs> but you're here. You've got events for us. What's happening in Rockford this week? All right. So first, fall art scene is back this weekend from 5 to 9 on Friday and 4 to 9 on Saturday. The biannual gallery walk will feature 29 venues with the majority being located downtown and some offering refreshments and live music. And admission to the event is free. 
Or if you're 21 and over, you could go to Whiskey and Wine at the Rockford City Market Pavilion from 3 to 6 p.m. on Saturday. The event will feature live music, food trucks, and, of course, whiskey and wine samples. All right, so what's the what's the new lingo for being drunk? Uh, sloshed. Sloshed? Okay, that's been around a while. We used to say Hammered. sloshed. We used to say toasted. Hammered. So it hasn't changed much. Yeah, yeah. I would say drunkenness is pretty... Are, kid, yeah. are, are kids saying crunk? Crunk? Yeah. Um, I think I think so. Yeah, is that one hasn't been phased out yet? <laughs> Getting crunk. <laughs> Getting lit is a good one. Lit. Okay, lit is... Yeah, another one. Lit up. Yeah. yeah we, used to, we used to say lit up. Yeah. Lit. Lit is good. Um, but tickets can be purchased in advance or at the door, and I believe they're $10 more at the door. And then lastly, the YMCA is hosting its fall festival from noon to 5 p.m. on Saturday. The fall festival will take place at Camp Winnebago and we'll have food trucks, crafts, games, and more fall-related activities. Excellent. All of those events and more at our really fly website. Yep. <laughs> our really dope website. Really what, sick. what is the Rock River Current website? RockRiverCurrent.com. Oh, could have guessed that one. And uh, you guys are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Yep. TikTok. Uh, I don't even think we are. This is Rock River Current doesn't have a TikTok? No, I cannot. How, how are you not up on this by now? Uh, I cannot do all, the dances. That's where all the new lingo comes from. I do not move enough. <laughs> Mary, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. You're listening to The Morning X, Rockford's last resort for your ride to work. 104.9 The Morning X at 843. There is a nip in the air. Dry, rotting leaves are blowing around on the ground. Must mean... It's October, which must mean it's spooky season. And who better to have on the air for spooky season than, of course, uh, the man in charge of Tales of Wonder and Dread, local publications. It's Gary Hill. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Kev? Uh, Good to have you back on the show. It's become an October tradition, I think. (laughs) I think so. To have you back on and uh, talk about the uh, spooky books, because you have uh, some fiction books that 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 you publish, but also... Books with true uh, stories, you know, uh, nonfiction stories about hauntings in the haunted places of Rockford and the surrounding areas as well. Right. And I try to, a lot of times they have both fiction and nonfiction in them. So that's kind of cool. I think, I don't think a lot of people do that. I don't think there are a lot of books like that. Oh, why not blend them, right? Exactly. Because then you might not know which one's fact and which one's fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we won't get too deep into this, but you've published my work, which is kind of you. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, your work's great. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. But uh, you, you, you can find my stuff uh, if you look for Tales of Wonder and Dread as well. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm, I'm not here to self-promote. <laughs> Uh, I feel dirty when I do that, but um, you know, you and I have been talking for a couple of years now about perhaps having me write up a piece about the ghost that I know lives here in the radio station. Yep, that I know. <laughs> Some people call me nuts. Some people think like I'm making stuff up for the radio for fun, but I have experienced real shite here. In the in the halls of this radio station, I, I was actually here the one time that you had the investigators in here. I I followed the investigators. They were leaving as I was coming in. All right, I think that was like a big Halloween show for us. We yes, had them. We had you. Was that when you came in with Kathy Kressel? Yes, yes, same day. <laughs> yeah. So we were we like I had had a couple of instances where I came into the radio station and uh, my old co-host Lori uh, was in here. But I swore somebody was in the kitchen with me. Swore they were. Swore they were because I heard the footsteps. I heard the rustling of the papers on the wall as they walked by the bulletin board. And I look over to say good morning. Nobody there. So I, I run down here to Lori. I say, were, were you just in the kitchen? 
don't mess with me. Were you just that she no, I'm, I'm writing up my news and you know, I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, we got a problem. So we, and you know, did, we had paranormal, paranormal investigators come in and do some experiments and stuff like that. And uh, they're like, yeah, there's definitely something here. And uh, so then I, then I come to find out uh, there was a DJ that used to work here who passed away suddenly or something. And then, you know, like maybe it's him and I'm like, oh, great, here we go. <laughs> so, so like you have put it, you, you've put it out there a couple of times. You haven't begged me. You haven't, you, you, you haven't prodded me. You've asked a couple of times. You know, maybe write up a piece about that. Maybe it'd be interesting, and it, it might be, but it would also be uh, a quite extensive research project, I guess. Yeah, it might be. I mean, I, I like I know at least one person you can talk to because I know somebody who was here at the time. So where, where that guy worked here, I don't know the guy's name. I know they had a nickname for him, like the yelling guy or the, something, the screaming guy, guy or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, well, man, if he's the screaming guy, how long till he starts screaming in our halls here? You know. <laughs> Puts the puts the goosebumps through, uh, but it's really cool because you know, like people worry about like print, people worry about the the written word being like a lost art that is dying. And I say, as long as there are people doing it and p- people putting it out like you, uh, that it can't die. Well, let's hope that's true. I mean, you know, and I I am a big media or physical media person. Sure, CDs, DVDs, uh-huh. Blu-rays, books, physical books. I don't think. That's the kind of stuff that lives on afterwards, you right. know. The internet will go away, websites die, and then this stuff is gone forever. And so I, I'm very committed to the physical media. I have another theory, though. I have a theory that the internet will live way longer than people. I have a, <laughs> I have a theory that the machines will will eliminate us before we b- before we eliminate that before they're obsolete they will make us obsolete well yeah i think that's actually becoming very possible <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah by the way ask alexa to play the x rockford any time any day yeah. but uh you know it you know there is nothing quite like having that physical book in your hand having that physical copy where you can open the pages smell the paper and and read the story exactly I, I don't know about you, but I don't like reading stuff on a computer screen. I much prefer reading it in a book. It just depends for me, you know. Like I have the I have the uh, you know the Kindle app on my phone for you know I'm on the go. Plus, it's a great way to carry a hundred books with you at one time. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it is very convenient, but still, I like to have a physical copy of of a book that I want to read. I right. do. Yeah, it's it's good to have them there. You've brought along a couple here for me to take a look at. We've got horrifying Halloween. Uh, I assume. Stories that revolve around Halloween. Yes, the, the day of Halloween. Um, yeah, the the season, the day of, and there's stories, there's poems. It's mostly fiction, but I actually did one nonfiction piece that's about uh, terrible things that have happened in real life around Halloween. Uh, there's stuff. There's something that you do in your books that I think is really cool. Is not only do you print uh, news stories from local authors, and I, I don't know if they're all local people that submit Mo- the stories. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, but you also print. Old classic stories as well. You know, you might oh, yeah. you might find some H.P. Uh, Lovecraft alongside oh, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe alongside, you know, authors like myself, you know, or, or you know, some of the other the folks that you have uh, in your books. I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah, I, I like doing that. Um, I think it allows a lot of that old stuff some people might not have ever heard of. Sure. And so it gives them a chance to read some of it. Uh, this book is called It Ends in, this, in the It Ends in the Graveyard. Yep. <laughs> What could this be? Is this a novel? Is this it's, a, it's a novella, yeah. A novella written um, by you. Yes. And it's uh, it actually started out with a little group that I put together, a bunch of writers, and we had a challenge of you had to incorporate a number of things into a story, and beyond that, you could do whatever you wanted. Okay. And I wrote that one, 
And it just sort of started getting longer and longer. And I sort of fell in love with the main character and decided I would just go ahead and publish it as a novella. Hey, it's, it's always cool when you get your inspiration from, uh, you know, a prompt or like a challenge or a, an exercise and it turns into something way bigger. That's exactly. Uh-huh. That's, that's sort of a classic, like a, a monster story. I think it's kind of Lovecraftian, but I don't sure. know because there's an ancient evil that lives in the forest. <laughs> Lovecraft always had something living in a forest or a well, some kind of wet sucking tentacle. <laughs> ridden beast yeah and this thing does smell like uh, a fish and it has sort of a gelatinous form to it on the outside of it so i think it's kind of lovecraftian uh it almost sounds dirty when you say it that way (laughs) yeah i suppose (laughs) uh, yeah spooky state line uh of course these are tales that take place uh in the illinois wisconsin border area right Uh, Um, fiction and nonfiction in this one yes there are two fiction stories the rest is nonfiction. That's sort of almost like Spooky Rockford 3, but I expanded the area okay. out further. Sure, sure. Uh, and then Spooky Berwin. Uh, Sp- spooky Berwin too. yes. <laughs> I believe I was featured in the spooky, the first Spooky Berwin. Spooky Berwin. Spooky Berwin. Yes. Uh, yeah, but uh, this one has uh, some all new tales and yep. uh, poems as well. Yes. Well, no poems, oh, okay. but Good. lots of stories. Um I think there are, again, I think there are two fiction in there and the rest are nonfiction. So you've explained it to me before, but what, why Berwin? Well, a huge Sven Gulli fan. And uh-huh. as you know, they, they use the term Berwin and sort of derisively as a joke, <laughs> running joke on right, the show. Right, you say Berwin and then some voices come on and go, Berwin. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I, I use the title Spooky Berwin as a tribute to him. And uh, just because I'm such a big fan, it's actually all about the Chicago area. But the first time around, um, I got the first book, and my wife and I went to uh, Volo Museum because Sven was there, and yeah. we met him, and I gave him a copy. I gave him a signed copy, and he showed it on the TV show, which That's was great. really cool. So uh, when I got this one done, we signed a copy and sent it to him, and <laughs> uh, we'll see if it shows up on the show, but that's not really the point of it anyway. No, it's just sure. because it's titled for him, and it's sort of my tribute to him, and I want to give back to him. Absolutely. So if we want to if you want to get our hands on any of these books, by the way, they make great gifts for anybody who's interested in, in short fiction, not just reading it, but writing it as well. I think uh, this is a great place to start. Uh, anybody who loves the the paranormal, the creepy, the monsters, you know, you've got a monster kid in your family who loves to read great gifts, great gifts right here. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And just in time for the gift giving holiday of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so how do we get the books? Um, if you go to uh, GaryHillAuthor.com, you can find the links for all to buy all the books. Also, um, if, if there's also you mentioned if you want to write some horror, there's also if you look on their Tales of Wonder and Dread Open Calls, stories I'm looking for for collections. Um, also, May's Books on October 28th. At 7 o'clock, we're doing an author reading. Uh, it's going to be myself, Dan Clefstead, uh, Dave Patterson, and M.K. Davis. And I'm got, I've got i uh, got eight different titles. i got two copies of each I'm bringing down there you can buy and get them signed. And really cool. It's a cool bookstore. It's right down by Irish Rose. Really cool. That's October 28th, uh, GaryHillAuthor.com. Uh, we're out of time. we got to let you go. But uh, this is really cool stuff. I hope you keep on doing it, man. Well, thanks, Kev. Always glad to be here. Anytime. Hideous. Honestly, sorry, everything. Hideous. 104.9. I should have known this was going to be some bullshit. The Morning X with Kev. Matt Hall is here. He and I morning MTV. Uh, thinking about the old days of MTV. I miss the 80s. I'm not going to lie. It was I, a great decade. The 90s was the best, was the the best MTV decade. Yeah, the, the '80s was a lot of spandex and a lot of you know flashy 
Yeah, glam rock stuff. But I'm talking about the '90s. Kurt Loader. When you, yeah, hello, I'm Kurt Loader, uh, MTV <laughs> News. Uh, but also like, uh, you know, you had Alternative Nation. He had 120 minutes with Matt Pinfield. Oh, Matt Pinfield. Yeah, he, he had, knew everything about music. Right, and he still does. He still does radio shows and stuff. He was like a genius. Yeah, he knew everything about every album. Uh, those were the days. Yo, MTV raps when yeah. rap music was still good. Yeah, <laughs> when it actually had a, a thought thoughts and like. Together and right. yeah, mm. I don't know how to explain it. I don't you know. You can understand the words they were saying. That's what I'm yeah. getting at. Yeah, like it made sense. Yeah. Now it's a now it's a really weird. If you ever, I don't know if you listen to modern rap, but it's strange. I it's it's really terrible. It, yeah. It's jokey rappers. Like there's this guy named Young Gravy, and, <laughs> and he raps. It's this college kid that just it's terrible. It's it's more of a joke than well, anything else. Well, good. I'm glad it's Young Gravy, which means he still hasn't taken my rap name, Lil Biscuits. Little Biscuits? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not Little Biscuits. Lil. Oh, Lil. It's L-I-L. Yeah, you gotta have a Lil in front of your name. Lil Biscuits. So, I'm coming for you, Young Gravy. <laughs> it's either Young or Lil. Everyone, it's, everybody's either a Young or a Lil. Yeah, well, eventually, Young MC becomes Old MC, so. I got your science stuff coming up. And now, science shit. Ah, the world of science. Always busy. <laughs> These are the latest things that they're uh, doing in science instead of solving the real problems. Yeah. Remember when NASA's uh, DART mission crashed into a, a satellite, into an asteroid, and changed its orbit? I do, yeah. Turns out they did, and it worked. Well, good. So it was a small asteroid that was orbiting around another asteroid, like a bigger one, and it would orbit about ele- every 11 hours and 55 minutes. Now it's 11 hours and 23 minutes, so that's a 32-minute difference, and they said that even a 10-minute difference would be a success. So that was a big success. Good. We don't have to send Bruce Willis up there anymore. Yeah. Or Steve Buscemi or whoever we sent up there. Or worse off, Ben Affleck. We don't have to do anything with Ben Affleck. I think Owen Wilson went up there, too. Wow. <laughs> wow, I'm going to save the world. Wow. Wow. All of those people. <laughs> I don't trust to save the world. And uh, John Coffey. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. That was his day. He was great. I, I miss him. He was great in everything he did. Yeah. Good dude. In other space news, an 82-year-old rich guy named Dennis Tito signed up for a flight around the moon. Okay. Space tourism. That's where we're heading, I think. Yeah, yeah. This guy was actually the first space tourist in 2001 when he got Russia to take him to the space station. So this is going to be his second trip to space. He got the money, I guess. But I, I did a story last week, or, or earlier this week, about William Shatner. I remember when he went to the space on the uh, Dong rocket. Yeah, he just said he didn't like it. He came back and like said, oh, it was wonderful. It was amazing. But then like he recently kind of backtracked at his book and said, yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. It was depressing. Because <laughs> he realized the enormity of it all and <laughs> yeah, right. how insignificant we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in health news, a study found that colonoscopies are overrated and don't help much. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. The American Cancer Society cited serious flaws with it and says the results have been misinterpreted. Well, then how are we supposed to screen then? Because it's very important to screen. Well, we should still get them starting at age 45. Okay. But well, they're flawed. It's not a, It's not an exact science is what they're trying to say. Well, if you can come up with a better way. <laughs> at least make the pole vibrate. I'll make it fun. That's all, that's all yeah. I'm asking, yeah. Uh, in brain news, <laughs> a team at Stanford transplanted human brain cells into the brains of rats to help them study brain disorders. Okay. It's first step to creating Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's oh, what I man. say. You know, I, Ninja Turtles would be awesome. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Although I guarantee if, you, if they succeeded in creating human slash turtle 
hybrids, yeah. it would be horrific. <laughs> it wouldn't be cool surfer dudes. It would be Michelangelo and Donatello. Pizza. Yeah. They, no. might st- they might still eat pizza, but it wouldn't <laughs> It wouldn't be screaming cowabunga. It they- would be a nightmare. They would be murdering people, I believe. Yeah, turtle hybrids. Science doesn't go that way usually, so um it's never like the movies. And in distant ancestor news, modern humans, they say, have lived alongside Neanderthals in Europe. Uh, for up to 3,000 okay. years they did, way back in the day, and may have even mated with them. <laughs> Someone's always got to mate with somebody. That explains Florida. <laughs> and that is your science news. Why is crack and smart motherfucker? The Morning X with Kev. 1049 The Morning X at 814. It is Kev, and life is cyclical. When one thing ends, you know it's coming back around, and uh, that thing today is hockey season. Ice Hogs hockey is back, and uh, the one and only Mike Peck joining us. Oh, there it is. There's your Chumbawamba. That feels good at 8.15 or whatever time it is in the morning here. Yeah, if you uh, are new to the program, Mike Peck of the Rockford Ice Hogs. What is your official title there? Oh, man, I, I got I got a all fancy title now. It's uh, Vice President of Marketing, Content, and Operations, I believe is okay, what it is. Okay, so we'll just say Emperor of the <laughs> Rockford Ice Hogs. <laughs> Is Mike Peck in his favorite song? According to his profile on the Ice Hogs website, I don't know if it still says this, but it says your favorite song was Chumba Wumba. You didn't put that up there. I didn't. I've confirmed it is still up there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it says I'm a big Chumba Wumba fan. I do have a shirt that says Got Chumba Wumba on there. That's about the extent of my fandom. Yeah. Well, uh, now it's your theme song whenever you're on our show. And, and, uh, and I will say, when I do get knocked down, I certainly do get up again. Well, here you are. There we go. Yeah, here you are, and you're back, and uh, Ice Hogs Hockey is back. Uh, what's, I mean, I'm, I never know where to start when it's the beginning of the season, because there's so much ahead. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, uh, immediately on your mind? What is exciting right now? Um, well, I mean, it's it's hard to get excited right now, because there is so much going on. So first off, the team is in Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, fighting Moose tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah. So the season starts tomorrow for the Ice Hogs, but up in Canada. Okay. Uh, next weekend is our home opener. Next Saturday, so probably the forefront right now um, is we're hoping the arena is ready to rock and roll for next weekend. Sure. Phase two of the renovations is is going, and um, it, it's it, you know it's going to be awesome when everything's done. It's going to be a, a huge enhancement to the fan experience. Um, but you know, there's always those stresses. It's you know, no matter if it's a home improvement project, sure. you're building a business, or you're doing renovations, and, and that's the latter is us right now, and. We're just uh, every every hour checking, okay, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? I think the question on the entire city of Rockford's mind is, will the roof open? <laughs> it will not. <laughs> I tell you what, if the roof opens, we are in huge trouble. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you can see the stars, run. Fun fact about Rockford Ice Hogs Hockey, we've never had a rain out, and we intend to keep it that way. That's good. That's good news, yes. <laughs> So, uh, opening game uh, on the 22nd of October, that is a week from tomorrow, with yep. the champion Chicago The defending champion, it pains me to say it, I but know. we're going to have to say it all stinking year, the defending Calder Cup champion Chicago Wolves. I didn't know that until I saw a billboard sign the other day. I was out by my in-laws, and, you know, that's right. Oh, they'll, they'll tell you. Yeah. They'll tell you. And we would, too, so good for them. Good for them. <laughs> hey, you know what? We have, we have They're our rivals, um, and, I, and I shouldn't go behind the curtain, but, you know, they're man, they, they do a great job there. 
So it uh, it just you, pains us as rivals to see them win. I tell you what, when it comes to sports, I am definitely a homer. Uh, once the Bears are out, I'm done watching football for the year. <laughs> uh, once the Sox or Cubs are out, I don't care about baseball anymore. You know, I'm not one who will continue watching. Yeah, you know you, I mean? you, the pain, you're not going to keep enduring pain? No, why would I watch the team that just beat my team? You know? yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to do that. And uh, Yeah, you know, I, I have a hard time with that. Some people are like, well, you know, they, they just knocked us out of the playoffs. So I'm going to root for them. It's like, no. Screw those guys. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why why would you do that? You root against them, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I I when Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl, I watch it because I want him to lose and I hope I get to see that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or or you know, same thing when when the Packers are in the playoffs beyond the Bears, I like to watch because there's a possibility I'll get to see Aaron Rodgers pout. That's yes, ab- absolutely. That's it. Once that's done, well, and you know the argument it is is like, well, we got beat by the champions, so that means we were, you know, we were that good. It's like, no, it doesn't mean anything. You, you, you got knocked out in the first or second round or all, whatever. All it all is. that means is that's why you're not the champion. That's <laughs> yeah, what that means. Right. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. So, uh, players wise, we 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 got anything exciting? Do you think we got a good team? Um, I, I do. I, I really think we're going to have a really strong team here. In the American Hockey League, it is really tough to kind of predict. A lot of years you can tell if you're going to, okay, we're going to struggle to score goals or defensively we're going to, it's going to be a struggle. This, this year for the Rockford Ice Hawks, I am really confident this is going to be a, a, a really good team. Now that doesn't mean we're going to come out ripping teams 6 nothing here for the first month. It, it may take... You know, four to six weeks for this team to really start to hit its stride. But the mix of this team, typically, we are one of the youngest teams in the American Hockey League. They're, every team in the AHL is young. You know, average oh, sure. age is usually 22 years old or whatever it might be. Um, we're still young, but we're not as young as we typically are. There's some guys that are in this lineup. Uh, you know, Dylan Secure, for example, is one player who was in the Blackhawks organization for, uh, geez, three, four years. And, uh, he's back and he's, he's with Rockford right now. Hopefully he gets his crack in Chicago at some time to, to play up there but uh, it's uh this is going to be a fun roster it's gonna be a fun team to watch and that coming from a completely unbiased source completely 100 (laughs) percent unbiased source (laughs) yes for sure uh well it's it's really exciting to have hockey back of course the relationship with the chicago blackhawks uh still strong you guys uh uh, officially owned by the Blackhawks now. Yep, um, correct. And uh, going to be a lot of uh, back and forth, you think? Oh, absolutely. Well, right now they've made it no secret that it's uh, they're they're in a rebuild up there, which is going to be it's going to be painful for for fans of the Blackhawks. Um, but if you're an Ice Hawks fan, we're going to see a lot of the fruits of those uh, of, of this rebuild down here in Rockford. And uh, I think the team this year it, it's it's going to be really good. And it's not because a lot of the the rebuild pieces are here yet. They're still they they've just drafted them. A lot of these kids are still in in college and in juniors, and they're not going to be here for another year or two. Yeah. Some of those players are here though, like Lucas Reichel, probably the top prospect in the organization. Organization. So I'm not in midseason form yet. Oh yeah, organization. Organization. So. Um, uh, Reichel's going to be awesome to watch again. Well, the first two Blackhawks games are any indication they're going to need some help. Yeah, you know, last night one nothing in Vegas, which was you know it's it's encouraging. Obviously, they're they're not in it for moral victories, but again, the Golden Showers. Yes, of Vegas. yes. Unfortunately, uh, they lost to the Golden Showers last night. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the Vegas is a good team. Yeah, and and they open up against you know Colorado on their on their ring ceremony night. I mean, that's that's not easy to do. And how do you do? By the way, how do you do that when the Golden Knights became a team? Yeah, they were just good right away. Like we're a new team, and right away we're good. How yeah. is that fair? Well, it's it was kind of the way the NHL set up the expansion process. Yeah. They actually tweaked it a little bit for Seattle, uh, which is why Seattle wasn't as good. And and also something that's different now: the salary cap error. Before uh, when the expand last 
round of expansion, the, there wasn't the, the hard salary cap like what it is. So a lot of teams dump players because it's like, well, we can clear this guy off the salary cap. So Vegas went out and got all these bona fide veterans that are like, you know, former all-stars. And yeah, they, I mean, they weren't like stack stack, but they were able to get some really important pieces to start where you look back at some, some of the expansion teams in the past. I mean, the Ottawa Senators, they were historically bad in the 90s uh-huh. when they were an expansion team because they, they got nothing. They, they had an expansion draft, but it was like fourth line guys and guys that were like, yeah, this guy's been in the minors for 10 years and uh, so Vegas got to start off on a little bit different foot than a lot of those former. Well, yeah, historically, expansion teams are never great. I mean, just historically, yeah. whatever sport it is. Right. You know. It takes a while to build that up. And Seattle's kind of going through that right now. Uh-huh. The Kraken? Yeah. The, yes. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of the Kraken? Did you see their mascot, by the way? I think Phil McCracken. That's, that's what I think. <laughs> that should have been the name of their mascot. <laughs> Phil. Phil, that's it. That was just don't, Phil. Yeah, don't say why. Yep. Just call him Phil and let it sit. Let people, if you know, you know, right? Yeah. Yes, that, which would be hysterical. <laughs> they they just introduced the mascot a couple weeks ago, and, and you know those trolls that you'd put on the top of your pencils. Yeah, the little troll dolls. With yeah, the, you know, the hair. Yep. yep, that's that's what their mascot is. Why? Uh, it's, it's a great question. Their team is named after a literal creature. Yeah, and, and they okay. <laughs> it's Seattle. We all know it probably goes on in Seattle, but yeah, you know sure. it's you know they they see things differently out there. I, I guess so. A lot of rain. And Frazier. That's about all I know. <laughs> Frazier, yes. Rain and Frazier. That's all I know about Seattle. I am listening. <laughs> I am listening. Uh, well, okay, so real quick, um, we have uh, some cool things going on with you guys this year. I believe uh, X2 Buck Bud Light Nights are coming back. Yes, sir. We got two, two Buck Bud Lights, Buds and Bush, Bush Light Beer, Friday nights. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. That's that, what we'd like to hear. The first one will be Friday, October 28th. Very cool. Hey, that's the day before my birthday. Maybe I'll get tanked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is Day of the Dead. Hopefully it's not a precursor, but yes, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Your bouncer's going to be hurling me out of the stadium. Oh, man. All right, Mike Peck, thank you very much. Icehogs.com for tickets, or you can call what number? 815-968-5222. One more time. (laughs) 815-968-5222. Mike Peck, always a pleasure. Thank you. Talk to you next week. 104.9. We're going to show this world a thing or two. The Morning X.